What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. If you're not familiar, welcome to the show. We talk about all things health, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, the gym that I work in, and just I don't know, my travel, I suppose, how to stay healthy and fit while you are traveling. Um, But today I'm doing a six-week post-shoulder surgery update for you guys. So if you haven't listened to, I think I have two other episodes on, or yeah, we did a prep for shoulder surgery. I think a post-soldier, post, like two weeks post and kind of compared expectations versus reality. And now we're six weeks out from that shoulder surgery. And I just want to give a little update on where I'm at as far as doctor's visits go and more expectations and kind of where maybe my nutrition has been, what my fitness has looked like, and just give you all an idea of what to expect if you or a friend or family member is going through a shoulder surgery, or just a surgery in general. Maybe this will give you some sort of idea of what to expect. Hey there, my name is Danny Phillips, and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and helping you navigate everything from the chaos to the comforts in this crazy thing we call life. I'm a former military member who took my fitness background in the gymnastics, rugby, and bikini bodybuilding spaces and created a full-time personal training and nutrition coaching business. Each week, I'll answer your nutrition questions, give actionable strategies to elevate your lifestyle, and share the stories behind battling the stress and reaching success along the journey. We're no longer waiting for the right motivation to show up, no longer watching someone else achieve the results that we want. Get ready to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and be empowered to go after the life you deserve. So put those earbuds in, grab a notebook, and let's dive in. Welcome to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. Let's see, I guess it was about a week and a half, no, two weeks ago that I had my last doctor's visit. And really, I feel like the main things that I got out of that was my sling. I was fully released from my sling. So I haven't worn my sling, yeah, for I guess about two weeks now, maybe a week and a half. I was wearing it for a couple weeks, really just upstairs in my gym while I was training clients just to be a little bit cautious. But man, does it feel so good like to get out of being stuck and to have this ability to work on my range of motion again. You just don't realize, I'm not saying you as in you specifically, but you like me, like anybody in general gosh, you just don't realize how stiff you can get from not moving. And this truly gives me a lot more of like a perspective change for someone who maybe sits at a desk and has a desk job all day long, who maybe isn't super hydrated, doesn't get up to go to the bathroom or walk around every hour. Like I totally can understand now why movement patterns and ranges of motion are so limited because just from a few weeks of me being stuck in the sling, I feel, or I felt incredibly limited, but just the inability, I really, really thought guys that, I mean, I've always been a little bit hypermobile, very flexible. So I really thought I was going to have this passive full range of motion and, and I don't, and it's so weird. I thought that with PT, my arm would be able to move. It just wasn't going to have the strength. And that's not been the case. Um, It's been both not being able to do that full range of motion and not necessarily having the strength. So excited to be working on that. 
but yeah, it's just been an eye opener. So they wanted to know if I could lift my arm up to like in front of me at least 90 degree angle or having my shoulder to my wrist parallel to the floor. So we were able to get a little bit higher than that. And really, I would say if you're watching the video, you can see I'm lifting my arm up. It's not quite a full range of motion compared to the other side. Passively, it can just about get there if the PT or if I am passively moving my other arm up, but um, we're not quite there yet, but we're getting there. I was able to shift from PT two times a week to three times a week. So that was another big change. It is a massive difference going from twice a week to three times a week. Really hindsight 2020, if that I, I would have been, I think I would have done well starting off with PT three times a week, a little bit sooner. It doesn't really make a huge difference here or there, but I really enjoyed moving it more, having PT now three times a week and going from just that passive range of motion to working on some active range of motion as well. Even just having a little pulley system that I can kind of help use my left hand to pull my right arm up, doing that a couple times a day, even hooking it over a door frame and just even without PT, getting that range of motion feels so good and just allows for better movement throughout the day. So that's been a really great change too. Um, I won't say it hasn't been painful. There's definitely, I guess you got to kind of push a little bit past the point of uncomfortable to work on improving that range of motion. So it's been an adventure for sure, but we're, we're moving in the right direction and I am appreciative for all the points in time where we are moving past the point of uncomfortable because it always felt better and looser later on. So it is what it is. It's good to be moving again. I'm definitely, I'm like, I'm ready to be doing a little bit more, but I feel like I'm in an accepting place of the fact that it's not ready to go as fast as I want it to. So that's all good. Something Something this is random, guys probably for the most part won't notice this, but I got a little bit ahead of myself and wanted to put on mascara like two, about two weeks post surgery. Did it once, terrible idea, like awful, felt awful. Thought I took like a three or four days, you know, backstepping after the day I tried to put on mascara. I mean, I did it, made it work, but it was very awkward. It was like, okay, let me squat down and put my elbow on my knee and like hold my left or hold my right wrist with my left hand and then let my wrist do the work. I mean, it was really, it was probably very funny to watch, but I didn't have it videotaped. Anyway, I can do that now. So I think the appropriate time, like I was able to, I've been able to put on makeup probably at like week three to four comfortably. But mascara, I haven't been able to do really until end of last week, early this week. So I would say weeks five to six, ladies, is probably where you'd be able to start putting on mascara again. It's still a task. It is still like, it, I, I can hold it, my hand up for maybe a minute and then I kind of have to let my, my shoulder rest before I like go back to do the other side or to try again. So it's definitely still taking longer than usual to do a lot of these normal everyday tasks, but it's getting faster for sure. Let's see what else I will list. Oh, hair. <laughs> Again, if you're watching the video, we've got three day hair up in a messy bun right now. But up until this week, I had pre-scheduled getting blowouts twice a week. And that was a fantastic idea. I highly recommend 
Um, now that I have this almost full range of motion, I can wash my own hair, but it's still awkward. So I was going to get my hair washed and dried twice a week by someone else. And then once a week, I would like awkwardly tip upside down and use just my left hand and sit down in the shower. It was like an ordeal. But I'm getting to the point now where I can wash it, but still without this full range of motion and the, being able to do internal and external rotation with my shoulder the way that I can with my left, it's still awkward. So it's still a slow process, but I would say again, kind of like this five to six week mark is a good place where you can start doing more of those daily activities on your own in a more normal time frame compared to pre-surgery and post-surgery. So I, I liked getting blowouts enough that I think I will try to stick with it at least once a week or a couple times a month because that's been really nice, especially for recording purposes. You come back in the studio and looking all fabulous. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, energy levels is the next thing I want to talk about. That has been a whirlwind. And I think I mentioned a little bit of working through like a post-surgery depression in the last episode focused on this. I feel like I'm coming out of that because there were definitely moments where I would, I would have a burst of energy and go to do something that is totally normal. You don't even think about it. An everyday task like writing something down, putting a name on a marker board, like grabbing something. And you would go to do that with the sling on or I would go to do that. And all of a sudden I would kind of stop and be like, well, shoot. I, I can't do this. And then your brain is like, well, I can't do this. How can I do this? Like, what am I supposed to do? What is my next, you know, action step? Who do I need to go get? Oh, shoot, I have to go get something. Now I have to go bother somebody to go do a simple task that I was going to do, or I need to text them and tell them to go do it. And it was like, oh, it just felt so inefficient. It was driving me mad. So I'm really glad that I can, you know, write down things more and, you know, I could write on a marker board. So these little tasks that I was having trouble with, even like, you know, I haven't been putting my purse over my right shoulder. So I'm carrying a ton of bags on my left shoulder or to rotate a doorknob. If a doorknob was stuck, that would be a really difficult task. And if I went to go do it with my right, cause I was holding something in my left, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. And then I have to turn around and put everything down and then open the door with my left hand and then pick everything everything back up that I was holding on my left shoulder. And it was just, again, everything was taking a little bit longer. So I'm, I'm excited that energy levels are coming back. I can do some of those small tasks. Um, I still am not in a place where I can lift anything. I'm not supposed to lift anything with my right side yet. I've been probably, I've been picking up two and a half to five pound plates very, very carefully for the most part, still just using the left hand. But sometimes I'm like, you know, I, I can move the two and a half pound plate. It's fine. So that's kind of where my limitations are on lifting at this point in time is like, you know, I can grab my coffee mug, I can grab a container of water, you know, things like that have been okay. But I'm back to like 10 to 12 hour days in the office most days of the week. And I'd say I'm probably one third of my time, one quarter to one third of my time is spent training clients upstairs. A lot of my time is still being spent doing administrative work, which is fine. I have plenty of it to do. So that's not been an issue. Thank goodness. But uh, it's been nice to get back to normal hours for sure. Let's see. Next up, I wanted to talk about my workouts and what that has been like. If you guys know me, y'all know I Maybe the last few years, last probably two years, haven't been, okay, probably since my injury, I have not been in the capacity of working out as much as I would like to be. It's just been different. It's just been different. But 
I guess my ideal would be working out probably 60 minutes to 90 minutes, four to five times a week. Very minimal cardio. I don't dislike cardio, but if I'm doing cardio, it's probably because I'm stressed or because I can't work out in the way that I would like to. Um, I would prefer to do a strength and conditioning workout over cardio most of the time. That being said, I really do enjoy the fact that I now have an elliptical at home and I can get up first thing in the morning, grab my first caffeinated beverage, first of several, and jump on the elliptical without having to think about it, without having to really get dressed and like go to the gym or do anything. And I can watch my Disney food blog, YouTube videos. And like, it's a great way to start my day. Sometimes I listen to a podcast, but that's been really enjoyable. So four to five times a week would be ideal, but it's not been ideal for the last year since I had my shoulder injury. So the last six weeks, what has that looked like? The first one to two, or the first week, so within a first couple days post-surgery, my mom took me to Planet Fitness a couple times and we walked on the treadmill. Um, 30 to 45 minutes, but some days that was taking all my energy and then some, or if I felt good right afterwards, I would just be super drained a couple hours later and just not be able to get off the couch. That was probably also consistent for weeks two to three, but I was that was I didn't have the elliptical that first week. So second and third week, one of my clients was kind enough to donate their elliptical that they didn't want anymore. So I started using that. And some days I could do 20, 25, 30 minutes. Some days I felt like 15 was really pushing it. So that was weeks two and three is kind of four to five times a week. As I had the energy, I would get on the elliptical and knock out 15 to 30 minutes. Weeks three and four, I was consistently doing four to five, four to five times a week, 30 minutes on the elliptical. And like once a week, I was doing some body weight, lower body exercises, either at Planet Fitness or here at my gym. So split squats, wall sits, um, walking lunges forward and backward, lateral squats, body weight, just some different lower body stretching, some mobility work, some banded work things like that. And I've actually posted one or two of my workouts on my Instagram story. So you can go take a look at those, I think, if they're still available. So that's been good. So it's been, it's been nice to get some movement in, even if it wasn't ideal. Now, weeks five and six, I feel like I've finally, I've kept up with the elliptical work four to five times a week, 30 minutes. And then I've actually started to get in some lower body machine work in at Planet Fitness. And I've started off really slow. I've gone lightweight, like half as much weight as I would normally do on those particular machines, just to be super cautious. And then I started adding in left side only, non-surgery side only, light upper body work. So some cable rows, single arm, some cable presses, single arm. Yesterday, I did some light for me, landmine press and dumbbell press, like I'm talking 10 to 20 pounds, really light for me. I know that's not necessarily light for anybody, but for what I'm normally used to. So that felt good. Uh, that was yesterday and I, my left side is not sore today. So I'm really, really pleased with that. So I do feel like I'm keeping it lightweight and taking it slow for what I'm used to doing. 
and I'm proud of myself. I feel like in the past, maybe I would have tried to push it a little bit more, but I, I think I've been really good about sticking to my protocol as much as possible. Last but not least, I wanted to briefly touch on nutrition. One of my clients a few weeks ago asked me if I was indulging a little bit more and they said, you know, it's you're relaxing, you're recovering, you should really indulge a little bit more. And my initial thought was like, no, 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 I'm not going to, this is, I'm not working out. Like I can't just eat more and like have a bunch of crazy stuff because I'm not doing my usual energy expenditure. So I will put on weight if I try to go have a bunch of crazy stuff that I'm not used to having. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I suppose I have done <clears throat> just a few small things that are out of the ordinary for me. For example, there's a cute little new coffee shop called Drip Coffee here that branched off from being just a food truck to having their own store. And they have fabulous donuts and kolaches. I am not usually one to enjoy a donut. Usually that's a very, very easy thing for me to be like, eh, not worth the sugar, not worth the fat calories. Like it's processed. I just don't want it. Even if it's baked right there, I don't want it. These were really good. These were really good. So I've had them twice in the last couple of weeks with a coffee with my husband and it's been very enjoyable. And their kolaches, oh, they were so good. Like that dough, I didn't really care so much for the filling, but I was all about that bread dough. It was like this combo between pretzel bread and a croissant. It was so good. So I guess I have indulged a little bit in those kinds of things. I've made some more time at home for cooking and baking on the weekends. So I've made some Gordon Ramsay recipe homemade pizza and some different cookie recipes. Y'all know I tried them and put collagen in them, but you know, they were still really good. So I feel like I added my little bit of health because I was able to add some collagen to it, boost the protein a little bit. That being said, you know, it, the recipe made two pizzas and two scoops of collagen between two whole pizzas isn't that much, but you know what? It made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> so that was really fun. But I'd say for the most part, my food habits haven't changed other than maybe the the two donuts and galachis I've had over the last couple of weeks and maybe a few more cookies. Yeah, I, I really like I really like the brown butter chocolate chip cookie dough at Whole Foods that you could take home and bake yourself. And then I found some recipes on Pinterest. But that's kind of all the indulgence I've really had that's been different than usual. So I've enjoyed it, but I've also kept in a lot of my regular day-to-day -day health habits. I'm not tracking anything right now outside of helping clients work through recipes and track. So I use my fitness pal for that. So I stay aware of it in the serving sizes, but I almost always have a protein shake every day. It might be a different brand. Maybe it's more collagen water versus protein shake, but I would say at least 30 grams of protein every day for me come from a protein shake or collagen water. And sometimes, sometimes both. Sometimes maybe it's one protein shake and then a 10 gram protein collagen water, something like that. I typically always have one or two different fiber snacks. So maybe it's a That's It bar or Alyssa's high fiber oatmeal cookies or Rip Van waffles or just some different high fiber crackers. So there's always something like that at some point throughout my day. I like to have little coffees and I'm not going to stop having that. 
Um, lunch, my husband likes to make uh, make me some lunch sometimes. And then sometimes I, I would say it's probably 50-50. Like Drew likes to make dinner and then make some leftovers. So for example, on Sunday, he made like four chicken sandwiches and four burgers. And so I've been taking one of either of those with me as part of my lunch and snacks throughout the day. And I usually once a week on Saturday or Sunday, I like to go to Whole Foods or Kroger and grab four or five, maybe six uh, meal prep company foods so that I can have something that is macro friendly. It is centered around a lean protein source. There's a vegetable involved with it and it's just easy and microwavable. So I don't right now in this stage want to spend my entire weekend meal prepping. I'm enjoying finding some fun recipes and doing a little bit of baking or cooking, but that's just not something that I want to spend my time doing right now. And if Whole Foods has or Kroger has different meal prep company options that work well for me and my macros and like my my general range of proteins, carbs, and fats that I like to hit, then I'm going to do that and save myself some time. So that is where I'm going to wrap this up for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this six-week post-shoulder surgery update. If you have questions, I want to hear them. So send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Danny Phillips. You can get in touch with me on the Training Ground Instagram site as well as at TTG Sports Performance. And if y'all want to make sure you get notified for these podcast episodes, then text the word podcast to 833-432-2161. And I will send you a message every time we have a new podcast episode published. So that's it for now. I will put those details in the description and the show notes below. Have a wonderful weekend. If you are listening to this on Friday when I'm publishing it. Um, and if you have spring break next week, absolutely have safe travels and enjoy your spring break. And I will talk to y'all in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I love that you set aside a few minutes to focus on you today. If you could take one moment to share this episode with someone you know would benefit from today's message, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be incredibly grateful. Now, if you want more, head to the link in our show description to join our email list and receive weekly fitness and nutrition tips, tricks, and thoughts to empower your day. Until next time, be empowered to take that next step on your fitness journey. Bye for now.